what it is! How's it going everybody? Today we're going to be talking about people, places, and things that should be movies. We're going to be talking about all the things we can think of and things that maybe we can't even think of that we're just going to look up on the internet. It's going to be a whole wild event of an episode and you're going to want to hear what we have to say. So sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to the first ones to die. Welcome to the First Ones to Die podcast. We hope you're having a great day. We hope you are happy, smiling, and just ready to conquer the rest of the week ahead. All right. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with Alex and Jerome. You would have thought that that beginning was was the beginning to like a meditation podcast, but you know that's <laughs> yeah, the energy the we're bringing in today. Just yeah, we're like, bringing hey, in positive. How's it going? Meditative Everybody, we're just going to take a time and just play a little bit of slow jazz for you. Yeah. We're just going to breathe. Do some meditation. A bit. We're just going to breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> <laughs> I'm Mexican. I don't have that ability to be that calm. So <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> just going to put some herbal tea on the, on the kettle and just uh, have a vanilla bean candle lit, lit right. in the corner. That's right. Can you smell the vanilla? Beautiful. Lovely. We love that. <laughs> Alex, Alex, how are you doing today with your lovely I'm very pink sparkly headband? Uh, well, I got this headband for a t- particular reason, a uh, reason we are no longer talking about, but I paid money, so I'm wearing it. <laughs> uh, I'm doing okay. Week's been a little, it's been just weird at my normal job. So it's like, I've been busy and just trying to keep up with everything, but nothing too bad's been going on. It, well, sort of, I reconnected with what, what, what once was an old friend. I do not think we're going to uh, continue as friends though. It's weird. Cause oh, I knew her oh, back in high school. Um, she said some very homophobic things to me and I wasn't prepared for that. I was like, Oh, okay. So this is what you've been doing after high school. Which is a you know a good reminder mm. how much people change and grow in different directions and things like that, and you know it's okay not to stay friends with people, especially if they're just not good for you. So you know a little PSA out there, it's okay. Um, so that was like a weird kink in my day, but like other than that, like it's actually been a pretty decent week. Nothing too exciting has been going on, which I kind of like recently. I, I don't mind calm. It's a little boring, but like, I know I'm not minding calm right now. I can't bring that energy sometimes to, it's, you know, surface though, but like, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to just be in a static, you know, stationary place. Yeah. It's, not too it's high, a good not little too break. Low. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? What's going on with you two? Drum, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, I organized my desk. <laughs> it is very clean now, <laughs> which has been nice. Um, which is why you also have a different camera view audience. Uh, so you know, don't don't worry. The whole apartment hasn't shifted. It's just my desk has been cleaned and I've moved my monitor. Um, you but, moved it like uh, a few inches. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they'll think your apartment changed by it moving slightly to the left. <laughs> You never know. You know, some people get used to one thing and they're just like, what is this? How dare you change the setting? The feng shui. 
It's like when you when you're like walking and you pass by a wall, you've passed by a hundred times, and then one day you notice it's green, and you're like, "Has it been green this entire time? Is this what it looks like? I feel like it's freshly painted. What color was it before?" Or if you're um, sitting in a certain position and then you shift just slightly, but you try to get back to that original position and it's not as comfortable and you're like, get me, even though you're in this, the position that you were in, you're like, this is not how, take me back to how the position was that I was just <laughs> in. Uh, so yeah, it's been, uh, it's been cool. Uh, it's been an all right week. Um, I'm now officially 28. And uh, and life still feels the same, <laughs> and yet different all at the same time. Uh, you are now officially in your late twenties. Hey. Yeah, this is true. It's true. You're like uh, in your late twenties. And I. Uh, Why did you emphasize and, uh, that? I am. I am jealous of my. Uh, <laughs> I am jealous of my uh, some of my friends because San Diego Comic Con. Uh, by the time this release is actually, old, I think it'll be passed by then. But I'm jealous of some of my friends from the Milestone Initiative and others that I respect and love who have gotten a chance to go. Uh, please support independent comic creators if you have gone um, or going to the comic cons that are late this year because uh, New York Comic Con is the next big Comic Con upcoming. So uh, please do, if you go to either um, support independent comic creators, buy the comics and stuff like that. I wish I could be there to do exactly that. Um, you also have gotten a lot of news at San Diego Comic Con, um, uh, most of which we are not going to talk about today. But uh, video game news wise, I am uh, uh, did see the Mortal Kombat trailer and it looks like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> There's some new characters in there that are like, old characters I haven't seen in a long time. So that's interesting because uh, they're characters I thought would never come back as playable characters. Why not? Um, just because like the PlayStation 2 era of Mortal Kombat is a weird era. Like that's when they were trying to do, they were trying new things and sometimes they didn't always work, uh, especially because they were trying to also like uh, make a new, a new generation of characters essentially. Because that, that up until that point, it was like they had always like introduced new characters, but the old roster was always there. They were just adding new characters as they built on uh, what was already there. So like Shang Tsung just got older, but Shang Tsung was still there. Uh, you still had Liu Kang, but he just had a slightly different thing. Sub Zero was still there, but now it's his brother. Like they always kept building on the original lore by just finding new ways to keep the same characters around, but just change them up a little bit. Once they hit the 3D era is when they were finally were like, let's just swap out some characters. Let's just get rid of some people. Like instead of having Kano, we're gonna have this dude named Jarek instead. Instead of having uh, Shao Kahn, let's have this other guy uh, whose name I can't remember. Maybe that was Jarek, I can't remember. Um, instead of having like uh, a, a right hand to Shao Kahn, who's like um, like a, a big bruiser guy. Let's make this guy named General Reiko. He's new. Uh, instead, or I think Jarek actually was the replacement Kano. Like instead of having Kano, let's have this other guy. And it's like, no, <laughs> give give me my classic characters. And they also tried like crazy stuff too, because like uh, there was once where there's a character named Mocap. His thing is he's a dude in a mocap suit. That's it. That's his thing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Just like his how does he fight? Right. Like that was a game where they be to save space on fighting styles. 
they have like they had multiple characters have the same fighting style because they had they uh i think that was armageddon they were like we're gonna have every character who's ever been a mortal kombat character be playable and so mocap was one of them and it's like and so to save this space because they had to make space for the characters uh they didn't even do fatalities that like or, or set fatalities that year it was a they created a new thing called the create a fatality where you just mash certain buttons and then you can like rip an arm off or rip a leg off and then you'd uh but everybody did the same thing nobody had like unique fatalities like it is now or, or back in the day um because they needed to make space they didn't have the room to put in the coding <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, same thing with the fair. combat styles. So his combat style was kind of like a generic combat style that like five or six other characters had. Um, same thing with like meat. What's his thing? He's a dude with no flesh and he's just dripping with blood because he's because he's literally just the meat of a human being. But but yeah. So needless to say, Mortal Co- yeah. Needless to say, Mortal Kombat's been weird at times just like any game franchise that's ran this long i mean we're at mortal kombat 12 like when you have 12 games you're gonna have a few that are like weird or have weird things to them um but yeah um so that's that's that and uh music wise i uh, i've been listening to the xxl freshman class has been deemed this year uh is once again uh pretty forgettable (laughs) as it is often every year (laughs) And the future of hip hop does not look any brighter or duller. It just looks like it's going to stay pretty much the same. Um, <laughs> although the the standouts, I for me personally, were Finesse two times uh, coming out of Memphis. He's out, out here. He sounded pretty dope. I liked his cipher and freestyle. He was pretty cool. Uh, Lola Brooks, uh, she's she sounds good coming out of Brooklyn. I love her Brooklyn hardcore accent. Reminds me of someone like a Remy Ma. Or like uh, like a Nicki Minaj, so I'm excited to hear more from her in the future. And uh, and the other person who like every <laughs> XXL does this almost every year now, or every like every other year, they'll get a, they'll put a singer on the freshman list, but then they'll have them do the rap cipher, which is supposed to be for rappers, and so they don't exactly make it easy for the singers. <laughs> Who are clearly that's their thing is their melodic rapper or or just a straight singer and so they they fail and his cypher was terrible <laughs> but i gave him a pass uh friday as the one they did this year and i gave him a pass because i'm like you're a singer you clearly are a vocalist that's your thing so hopefully like you know this will not look badly on him as a vocalist because he did the same thing to anderson pack too anderson pack was on the freshman list and his cypher was terrible too <laughs> But we all know he's really talented and it's because he's a he's a better singer than he is a rapper so i know, know nothing of that. what you're talking about uh <laughs> xxl is a hip-hop magazine <laughs> and they every year they do a thing called the freshman list in which they pick or the, i want to say they pick the best they used to pick the best rappers up, like upcoming rappers of the year like kendrick lamar has been on the list logic kate cuddy chance the rapper um mac miller like uh you know they, they used to they used to pick some pretty dope people and they still do to a degree but now it's just become a popularity contest whoever's the most popular like artist at the time of them making the list is normally the people who make the list which means that sometimes they don't pick the people who are the most talented just people that are like popping at that moment 
It's just how um, you've gotten people like Designer to make the list or like uh, Iggy Azalea to make the list or Macklemore to make the list. Like, it's like these are people oh, who are yeah. like, you don't know how much longevity but, they have, but they're on the list because at the time they were really popular. Okay. And so a lot of people have like kind of discredited the XXL freshman list as like, eh, maybe they might people, pick popular people. All those people, people still know their names, you know, Some, even though like, they, they haven't, even though they haven't maintained, like, even though they still may not be making as many hits as they did back then, people still know them. I will say they, they sometimes get a good year every now and again. Because like 2018, they had uh, that year they had Megan the Stallion on the list, Rico Nasty, Corday, um, The Baby, Blueface, like a lot of popular rappers at that. TR Wack was on that list of that year. So it's like some years they get a really good batch of people. And then like, it's just every like, that's in between like every other out in like four or five years <laughs> where we just get like a list with maybe one talented person, maybe two, and everybody else is like mediocre to bad. <laughs> or just have a bad day. Cause Coyla Ray has been, still gets clowned for her, her inclusion on the list. But she's everywhere but she's, right now. Right, but she's popular. Like she actually, she just wasn't in her element, I think, to like do that specific thing. But when you listen to her music outside of that, it sounds pretty decent. So I don't know. It's uh it's been a week <laughs> of music. <laughs> Hopefully all those artists find their niche, find their place. Cause like Lil Dicky was on the list and he's like found uh back in 2016, and now he's found his place. So it's possible. I was just talking to my mom about how she she asked me about some artists and I forget which one. And she's like, do you like them? I'm like, well, I like a song of theirs. And she's like, but do you like the artist? I'm like, I don't know the artist anymore. And I'm like, I used to be really big into like knowing bands and artists and things like that. Now I'm in this like level of like, I like the song and that's like it. And when somebody's like, oh, this is this artist. I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about. I'm in that era of music for myself. You can name all these artists. I'm like, I know the songs, but I could not. I don't even know their names attached to the songs. I'm not even going to lie. That's fair. Yeah. Speaking of music. Jonathan, how was your week? Good. Uh, Speaking of music, um, uh, on Monday uh, at work, we had the... uh, a Harry Styles wax figure launch. Um, we an event. Yeah, so you can visit Harry Styles uh, at seven out of those locations around the world right now. Uh, we had an influencer event. It went really well. Um, a lot of the influencers, like, they were really happy with uh, with the figure and the event and stuff. Um, so that was, that was really nice. And then last night, which we're recording this on Sunday, so Saturday night, uh, one of the people who was at the event, he does DJ. He's he's a DJ, and he does shows uh, that are like either nostalgic. So he he does the uh, it's called the Bop to the Top tour, um, and they get like uh, they do remixes of I think High School Musical and maybe like other Disney Channel like nostalgic songs. Uh, and they do shows. I don't know if you've seen any of the TikToks of the like victorious ones. 
where people are at the Victoria shows, the guy who played Robbie on Victoria's, he goes around and does DJing and performs nostalgic like Nickelodeon and Disney songs. Uh, and it's, that's kind of the same concept. Uh, but basically, last night they had the uh, One Direction uh, 13th anniversary party at the Velasco in uh, downtown Los Angeles. Uh, and it was so much fun. So uh, his name is Michael. He is the guy who's the DJ who went to the uh, event. Um, he invited me and uh, one of my coworkers uh, because we had invited him to the uh, the event and he gave us like a VIP thing. So we got to sit on the side of the stage uh, and the crowd was on the, the other side. And uh, at one point we even, and we had like, um, we got to go in the back where there's like the uh, the green room where the artists hang out and the dressing room. We had that uh, area to ourselves for like water and stuff. And uh, at one point we even went up on the stage and I have a video of me <laughs> on the stage dancing to a One Direction song that I did not know one lyric of, but- <laughs> You took your moment. It was still a lot of- Yes, yes. And it was like a sold out crowd. There were a lot of people there um, singing their hearts out to One Direction. I did not know most of the words, but I was just happy to be there and happy to be uh, invited. So it was a, it was definitely a lot of fun. Best thing Shout I got from my job, I got a pizza party once. You get, <laughs> clearly, I'm in the wrong career field. <laughs> pizza sounds really good right now. To be oh, clear. shut up. Pizza. It does. It does. <laughs> oh yeah, pizza sounds great. You know, after going on stage, you know, and on a sold out show, but pizza, delicious. Ah. <laughs> uh, so today, I don't have anything to say. I was, I was just breathing. <laughs> that feels like it's a trick so, br- breath. So, audience, <laughs> right, uh, I thought you were about to say something. As as uh, well, I was gonna say if we're if we're moving on, um, audience, as you can tell from if you haven't checked out, uh, first of all, if you checked out last week's review, uh, our retro review of Rat Race, uh, we said we were going to do another review this week, uh, but we have decided to not do that, <laughs> um, as you can probably tell from the title, and uh, and that is due to us uh, standing in solidarity with the um, SAG-AFTRA and WGA unions as they continue to strike against um, big studios and even smaller studios to a degree, um, but uh, definitely the bigger studios uh, actively, uh, the strike is still continuing as the time of this recording. And so, um, you know, we will not be talking about any new releases of any kind um, in regards to uh, movie and TV media specifically, but that probably extends to other media as well. So do not expect any new reviews uh, in regards to new media anytime soon until uh, the producers come back to the table and discuss with the actors and writers a deal that is lucrative and helps everybody get paid so they can all have a living wage. And uh, that's where we're standing with it. So since we're not doing that... <laughs> Um, we are instead doing a uh, going to be doing a lot more, of course, uh, trivia episodes, etc. 
expect some of those and also expect some um also some uh topical episodes in which we're just going to do some freestyle episodes which we know you guys love because you love us and that is the best thing about your life yes that's right i said it you have to take that to the bank with you so <laughs> made it weird that being said <laughs> that being said we're going to do uh some Come more freestyle episodes now. huh what <laughs> never mind that's right, taking over from the 9-9 to the 2000s. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to uh, be doing more freestyle episodes. We're just going to be talking about topics that we find interesting, things that we think you'd be interested in to hear us talk about. And, uh, you know, definitely comment below uh, what you think about these topics as well. And also, it's going to open it up. You know, I feel like it's going to open it up to more people to be able to just chime in, talk about with us what we're talking about. So please or what topics should we talk about if you have any suggestions or that too talk about. Yeah, yeah yeah you can email us the first ones to die at gmail.com or follow us on social comment dm us the first ones to die please be, keep it very uh keep PG. it very uh mature you know we're not gonna talk about nasty stuff so just just let that be known right now all right <laughs> we do an only fans episode <laughs> please no <laughs> yes yeah, so we are gonna start our only fans gonna be us cooking it's gonna be in the, sh- in the in the kitchen cooking up recipes and that's it everything's gonna be closed on everything all right so if you want to see uh rome's kitchen in which I, I i make ramen noodles top ramen with the various assortments of uh, herbs and spices much like the colonel uh subscribe to the only fans uh when we make it <laughs> You know, there's going to be a soundbite now of you just saying subscribe to OnlyFans, right? That's out there in the world. And a whole thing. There's a lot of middle part, yes, but like front and back or kind of. Anyway, what is the special topic we are talking about today? Today, we are talking about people, places, and things that should be turned into movies in honor of like blank, blank movies coming out <laughs> this past weekend so uh we're gonna talk about things that have like you know to our knowledge mind you because there's a lot of things that have been turned into movies from board games right. to toys to um books and so things like that and um, if we talk about something that has do, do not come at our throats if we talk about something that has already been made into a movie or tv show we are just trying our best, okay? These, this is off the cuff, people. Okay. We have not like made a list or anything of like stuff we wanted to yes. talk about. I made, it, I made a small list, but it just did you? Okay, I well, did. Make a list. All of us made lists. Uh, you just made it. Just <laughs> no, I had a list because actually, I didn't just okay. make it. I actually, had my own. So, so weeks, uh, weeks ago, I think this might have been in our you or shoot, I can't figure it. In one of our reviews, <laughs> it's still, see the the. the I got to censor it out now. I guess I got to go through the effort. In our review, in one of our reviews previously, we talked about shoot. Can I even talk about this now? We. We talked about a couple episodes ago. We not- just talked about something. Just put it that way. 
Yes, we talked about at a time a when we were on camera. We talked about a thing that we were going that we hadn't talked about because that thing had not been mentioned in previous oh. other episodes oh. of this podcast. Yes. Our pride well, I was, episode. I was say, our I was pride episode. No, it was. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was the episode. Yeah, but we talked about <laughs> we talked about a movie starring uh, Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg that we think would make a good musical. I had since found out that that musical was already made uh, a long time ago, like in the 2010s. Oh, interesting. So, yes. Oh. So that's well, an example of, of you know, us talking about, oh, what if this was this? We, we, we're not Google, okay? We might have Google on our computers right now, but we ain't go through all that. Sometimes we just... Also, we are keeping you know, this strictly to other. nouns, all right, folks. So we're not talking about like the like specific movies that should be made into uh, like remade or books that should be made into the movies. We've already done those topics before, actually, in other previous episodes. So if you want to hear us talk about that stuff, you can go to those yeah, go to those previous episodes to find out what those uh, what our thoughts are on that. We are specifically leaving it to things that maybe you might not even think about. Inanimate objects and whatnot. And possible people in history or things that just happen, have happened in history or just in the past that uh, should be turned into some other type of media, preferably a movie or TV show. So just to, just to clarify where the rules are. <laughs> All I'm going to say is this intro has been has been something itself very interesting oh this is gonna be a fun time to try and like constantly skirt the line of trying not to be (laughs) very specific for for possibly 90 days or more it's gonna be longer all right this is i'm I'm prepared for this to be our the new covid all right this is gonna go on for a long time (laughs) the new covid COVID. it's not Uh, as deadly but it lasts just as long (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well uh does anybody want to start uh with their first suggestion because i i have a couple already uh i want okay, a I'll movie off of okay. uh off of uh simon says the simon says machine Ooh. i want a horror movie based off of the simon says like toy machine <laughs> oh like a if- toy if you break the rules. Well, you know, the Simon Says thing where it has the four colors the and then it's the like button. the doo doo doo. Then you do do do. Like you have to match it. Like I want a horror kinda movie like, off of that. Yeah. Kind of like Bop It. Yeah. A horror movie off Bop It would also be satisfactory. I dig it. <laughs> um, I think Simon Says would have more of the uh, appeal. <laughs> It Can't you just imagine it? Like you, like it, it's, it's like they're like someone's just trying to like they're in a dark room. It's just ominous music, and then it's just here in the in the distance. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> just like, I feel like a lot of Hasbro like you have to press the right colors, made into movies, or you'll die. <laughs> Shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. There was a guy on TikTok who made a bunch of movie posters. Uh, and they were horror films based off old board games, like uh, Break the Ice with a little penguin and you had to hit the thing. It's like, don't break oh, the yeah, ice. Yeah, yeah. And then like shoots and ladders mm. or things like that. And I was like, that's cool. I used to love shoots and ladders when I was a kid. I wasn't good at it, even though it was a dice game. I just, I'm not good at board games. 
<laughs> Did you hear that Clue, and I'm talking about the board game here, is getting a, a musical adaptation? I would love That's that. Interesting. I'm so excited. Is it based off the board game or is it based off of the, the oh, movie? Sorry, it's a play. It's not a musical. I, I don't know if it's a musical or a play, but um, no, it's based off of the movie. But oh. uh, yeah, it's and I remember in our review, <laughs> Uh, we uh, we were like, oh, this this could be, or maybe I did. I don't know who did, but um, we were like, this this should be a, a stage play. I think hmm. Scrabble maybe. that would be the Thanks. most intense game. I'd be terrible at it. I'm terrible at spelling, but Scrabble, <laughs> like a really like <laughs> what intense type of movie game of is it? A horror film, obviously. <laughs> I used to have nightmares about spelling, like for like spelling bees and stuff. Like I used to have nightmares about that as a kid. Being forced to play Scrabble for my life, I think would make a great like horror movie for me. Anyway, isn't there like a game you would be like? What about what about Twister? See, I feel like that'd be like a Saw horror movie. Where like, like it's like literally they, they twister. Twist they're like right head and green, cut. and you have to like twist your body, like ah, <laughs> like twist I'm it. Like and a, then... a theme with <laughs> games, they're often turned into like horror pieces. What is a game do you think that could be like turned into something happier or like not at least a horror? Um, oh Ooh, my gosh, I have oh my one. Gosh. I, I have one too. I, I was gonna play. say Operation as a uh, as a like. Um, a romantic that would be a horror movie. No, as a romantic drama. See, here's hear me the, out. It's a guy who has all this stuff in his body, right? And the only doctor that can save him is this woman that he falls in love with as she like pulls the things out of him. And as she's pulling the things out, they have a they reflect on like all the movie. The most of the movie is reflecting on their relationship that's led them to this moment in which he had this terrible accident where he's had a light bulb replace his nose and also had all of these weird items in enter into his his body including a wishbone that shouldn't be where it's supposed to be and all that stuff <laughs> and it's just and so it's just as she's doing this life-threatening operation it's very intense but also you know that their love is the thing that's keeping him alive because he's like i know you could do it babe and, oh God. <laughs> that still sounds don't pretty do terrifying that yeah. <laughs> getting your nose replaced by a light bulb sounds so pretty terrifying what about you jonathan yeah, it still game? sounds a little horrorish to me <laughs> <laughs> what was your suggestion? Uh, mine was gonna be mine was gonna be so there was this game that I played all the time as a kid. I had it up in my closet. It was called Chicken Limbo. I don't know if anybody else played this or remembers it or had it, but it was essentially limbo. So you had the two stands on the side. You had the limbo stick. And you had this chicken in the middle with its tail and the chicken, it had this like audio. So it would like sing while you were doing the limbo. It was like, it was like singing this whole entire song. And then if you accidentally touched the chicken, then you would lose. And that was the whole, that was the whole thing of the game. So it was like limbo, but with an extra element. Cause the chicken had a little thing. This on sounds it like another horror movie. touched it. So. Yeah, you touch the chicken, you die, or worse, they they remove you from the game. Also, I've never heard of Chicken Limbo. 
Look it up. Look it up. Ew, it was great. Do you all remember great. that game? Um, that anxiety-inducing game where you had to fit the shapes <laughs> into the design, and there was a timer, and if you didn't get it in time, it it pop up. Yes. Oh, um, uh, pop. What was it called? Uh, pop, pop something. Pop. Yeah, pop something. I hated that uh, game so much. But honest to God, I played it at least three times after school, like almost every day. I don't know what. Well, I guess it's the same reason why I watch horror films. There was like, I like that anxiety inducing. But uh, that I game. Think it's perfection. That's what it's called. It's called perfection. Perfection. Are that's you right. Serious? They call the yes, game that's perfection. That's exactly what it's called. That literally would just <laughs> pop at you. And like, sometimes the pieces went flying. That, like, it wasn't a simple, like, it came up. No, that thing reset and, like, Pieces so that's, go that's a thriller. That has to be like, like it's like a like a, a bomb's connected to the thing. It's like you have a timer. Put the shapes in. It's like, where's the where's the triangle? Where's the triangle, Steve? It's definitely got to be like a comedy thriller because there's no way you can seriously say you have to put the shapes in the right holes to stop the bomb. There's something weird. But that game, Perfection, I get, oh my god, I hated that game. I would, that I feel like that would fall thriller horror again. See, games get turned into or, horror films. You can't convince me that there's a game out there. About, or what about the one where you have all the sticks in like the little cup, and then you put the marbles uh, over it, and then you pull out the sticks one at a time, and it's either like the person who who uh, drops the most marbles or the person who drops the last marble loses. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what it's called, but I do know what you're talking about. Yes. I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen it with marbles. They're like the bigger balls, like playpen balls and uh, with the sticks. But yeah, if you keep pulling out until one of them finally like lets all of them loose, because it's, it's like a little avalanche, which again, right. I just feel like there's, there's not a game that can't, be turned into a horror film or any other real type of film. Well, I guess there was one game and they did it. So I can't say that. Actually, there was two games. Let's make I Yahtzee still, into a movie. I still, to this day, I mean, they've made animated movies of this, but I still want a live action film. Hot Wheels. Make the Hot Wheels movie. Okay. I want it. <laughs> I want to see these like unrealistic make, cars easy way. driving down these like ridiculous tracks in live action. Like in through volcanoes and shit, doing loop de loops and everything. I want to see that movie. <laughs> That'd be such an easy way to. That it'd be such an easy concept for me. They would absolutely. Everybody loves hot cars. I, I want hot wheels. I hot want cars. the Hot Wheels movie. Also, we didn't. Uh, uh, one that I've been thinking about uh, that could be. There is one one toy that could be like a really cute animated movie. Uh, Littlest Pet Shop. You remember those? <laughs> that was the, like, not what I was expecting. <laughs> the big, the big-headed, like little uh, cute dogs and and uh, and stuff. Here, I'll look it up. But it was, right, yeah. it was. I, I these, know, I know what you're talking I about. I don't know. They were like almost adjacent to Polly Pocket. Yes, they were often kind of like I. I honestly used to get them very like confused when I was younger. Uh, between Polly Pocket and Lilith's Pet Shop, where I was like, they're the same thing, right? And it's like, no, they're absolutely not the same thing. <laughs> it. Here, okay. here, Alex, this is Lilith's Pet Shop. Remember these? No. No? <laughs> I didn't I didn't have those, no. I didn't have a Polly Pocket either. Um, 
Yeah. They're kind of cute, though. My sister had literally, like my si- actually, my sister had this, this, uh, hold on, the, um, she, like, this one, the playhouse, she had that with the tube and everything, where you could, uh, like, have the pets in there, and it was, like, a whole little, uh, little store and everything. It was great. And you could, uh, like, collect them all. They were adorable. And I feel like that's a great way you can make like a comedy movie where it's like this guy and he has like a pet store, but all the pets are like super tiny, but they're so adorable. And he's like a pet store that was going out of business until he found these alien like pet creatures. <laughs> I didn't have anything like that growing up, but I do actually have something uh, similar to that now as an adult, but it's Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Funko, so like, yeah, the Funko, but he's like daddy, so it's like, yeah, it's kind of like something like that, just a baby Funko version, or a Funko movie. Actually, I think they might be making one a Funko movie. I think they? there is one. I would imagine. I mean, that can be happen. The Funko movie can happen. You mean the redacted movie? Redacted. <laughs> it's gonna be just a bunch of bleeps of just like all these movies. <laughs> I was gonna put Freddy Krueger. Redacted. Uh, what about a Tamagotchi movie? Oh, I just found I, out I, that's I what made me think of Littlest Pet Shop was Tamagotchi. Like, I think, mm. I think it could be funny. That could be that could go both ways. That could either be like, like, a, like go in the realm of like insert uh, like brick based toy movie uh, here <laughs> um, where it's. <laughs> Uh, where it's like the world of Tamagotchis, like all the pets, they're like, I haven't eaten in many days. <laughs> right. Feed me. Feed me or I will die. Or it could become like a horror oh. movie where it's about the real world, where a person gets obsessed with feeding their Tamagotchi and the Tamagotchi's like the devil or something. And then he's just like, feed me souls. <laughs> or the Tamagotchi <laughs> escapes the game and takes revenge for it not being fed or taken care of. Be like, I finally got you. Ooh, that could be fun. Because you could also make that, like, kid-friendly as well. That's true. I mean, listen, if demons are are, are getting creative with their ways to possess people, they've done it all. Phones, apps, STDs. They're they're getting creative with ways to spread their evil. And now (laughs) they've gone to Tamagotchi. They went back in time. I never had a Tamagotchi. But in all honesty, I have a short attention span so i would have killed that thing like maybe the it, day. Probably died. it would have died instantly um i am not ironically though i have a real pet though but he's fine Cheddar's fine i don't know where he went he's over there. Um, oh so shoot so i'm looking at the 50 best 90s toys for nostalgia purposes right list and one of the they, that's on here that I'm like, this could become a movie. This could be like a competition Furby. movie. Like a, huh? No. Furby's definitely a horror movie. <laughs> My God. No, Furby's yeah. a horror movie. Yeah, that's just. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was It's thinking. okay. We can say the titles because we're just going to redact all of these to movie titles when we do the edit. <laughs> me and Alex. Fine. Put more work on me. Um, Hank Green has a Furby <laughs> that's made out of baked beans. <laughs> So every time I watch a video of his, it's horrifying. I see it. I make eye contact with it in the background. I'm aware of it. Sorry. What were the what toy were you going to talk about? Easy Bake Oven. The oh. Easy Bake Oven Showdown. Oh my god! <laughs> it's two oh, kids. It's, like, ooh, it's two kids uh-huh, in a neighborhood. It's like, it's, it's, 
like fighting <laughs> over who makes the yeah. best easy bake oven recipes. Or or this or this little kid uh, makes she starts with her easy bake oven as a kid. She turns that into a successful empire. Molly's easy bakes. And she is able to sell, and then it comes crashing down somehow. When Listen, corporations, no, get not a hold the corporations. The the muffin mafia is coming for her. They're just like, "How dare you bake in our town? You better get out of here." I <laughs> would actually old. love that movie. I, I when I had an, of course, I had an easy bake oven when I was a kid, and I absolutely love that thing. I would use it all the time. I would burn the shit out of myself on that because I had one of the original easy bake ovens that they didn't put the warning labels that the whole thing got hot the whole oven so do not touch the oven at all because that light bulb was really strong oh yeah right. i was about to say hot. wasn't it just a light bulb mm-hmm. but it was very cheap plastic so the light bulb inside would heat up the entire plastic and you would just burn yourself trying to get use your little shovel to pull out the little cake oh it's my poor fingers oh. Mm-hmm. Like I just I think Easy Bake could be a fun one. That could be a fun. <laughs> I, would, I would watch. Well, them. hey, they're making they're making movies nowadays about snacks that I won't mention. But they're they're making movies nowadays about snack. There are literally two movies coming out or that have come out this year about snacks. So you know what I want them Easy Bake put it on the list. Shifting topic, real. Uh, I guess uh, I want them to make a movie based off. The Kellogg's brothers and how the cornflakes mm. came into reality. Because so I don't know if you guys know that story. Uh, no. cor- cornflakes were actually designed to help st- stop people from masturbating. I'm not even kidding you. Elaborate. How, so the Kellogg's brothers. Or do I want to know? The Kellogg's brothers, um, I don't know their first and last name, were people who ran like a meditation health center. Where they're like, hey, all this stuff is bad. You know, masturbation, drinking alcohol, everything is bad, basically. And you got to live this, like, really pure life. And they were trying to find foods to eat because they can't have sugar or this or that. And one of the Kellogg's brothers left out basically dried bread, turned into flakes, a little bit of mold. But, like, it was still good to eat. And that's how we got cornflakes. And they believed it would help you stop your desires. Uh, Then one of the brothers was like, no, screw this. And he took the cornflakes and then added sugar. And then we got Frosted Flakes. That is a very, very like densed version of what happened. But yes, and I would love for a movie to be made off that. Reminds me of uh, the how chips got made, where it's a, it was a black dude in the South named George Crumb. That wasn't his real name, but that was like his nickname. But he uh, he ended up um, he made he used to make uh, potato skins, were a very common like table dish back then which was like thick slices of potatoes or um or or not thick uh thin they were really thin slices of potato that were like seasoned and uh fed to like people and they were like i think they were they were fried a little bit um and uh one time he went to this place or no they no they were thick that's right they were pretty thick and he went to uh he was just serving them at his restaurant and this one customer kept complaining about his potato skins. So he was like, all right, I'll fix you, you son of a bitch. And so he cut him. He cut a series of potato skins really thin and fried the shit out of them and put salt on them <laughs> as a way to get back at him. 
And the dude ate some and he was like, oh man, this is really good. Yeah, give me more of these. And so then that became like his comment. And like most people don't give him the credit as the person to make the first ever potato chip. Because at that time, those weren't, they didn't think, he didn't think like, yeah, I see you enjoy this. I will call it the potato chip. Like he didn't, it wasn't like that. But what we know as potato chips to this day, that was the first semblance of somebody making something similar to that product at that time. I love that it was made out of pettiness. That is that is fantastic. <laughs> I'm so happy I got to learn that today. Yeah, you can taste the saltiness within the cheese. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's great. Now I want some potato A little chips. bit too. Now I want, I want some like chips. some lays or something. I, yeah, I have some sun chips in mine. I'm going to ask, uh, do you guys, are, I'm going to show you a toy and I, I want you guys to tell me if you remember this one. Uh-oh, Jonathan's getting attacked by the insects of the world. <laughs> Dude, I took a. Sh- They're coming in the house. They're like, it's too hot outside. I was in the shower a couple days ago. There was a spider. I saw him, and Ooh. I was like, "This is a private area." I hate when bugs are in like the shower or the bathroom because I'm like, "No, the, you sh- respect that space at least." Come on, go build your web somewhere else. <laughs> right. So I I hardly ever see spiders in my apartment, but this was maybe a week ago. I was. Uh, like getting ready to do my like night face wash, whatever routine. I see a spider in the sink. Um, and then I'm like, okay, oh, that's, oh yeah, let's, let's get that out of here. So, you know, I, I get rid of the spider. I like rinse it down the drain or whatever. Uh, about five ish minutes later, See another one in the sink that looks like the same exact like type of spider. I know it's not the same one because I disposed of that other one, but it looks like the same exact one. Dispose of that second one. Same amount of time goes by. I see a third spider. (laughs) I'm like, am I dreaming right now or something in the sink? Also in the sink. They're probably coming from the sink. What is going on right now? Yeah, I'm like, where where are these spiders coming from? I'm like, I, I got nervous at a point. I'm like, is there just a colony of spiders living in my drain right now? Um, so I, I got rid of that one. That was the end of it. I haven't seen one since. That'd be so, horrifying. I don't. They cut. Pray for I, me. Yeah. I see random. I've never had pray that type of experience. <laughs> I will, because like I've never had that experience, and I never want that type of experience. Oh God. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but um, tell me if you guys remember these. I had one yes, of those. I remember those. I wanted one of those. Audience I, I for the ever, actually, I didn't. I didn't want one. I wanted a real dog, but I I, I wanted that in in the uh, inner inner. For the audio listening room. audience, I am. Uh, we were looking at Poochie, the robot pet. Uh, if you know, you know, and if you don't, look it That's up. That's what it was it's called. Poochie spelled P O O C H I. I would love to see a movie of this, just a horror movie where the robot dogs have taken over. <laughs> I used to love mine. It did not work for shit. It, it sat down and did it and then it barked. And I honest to God, you had to keep replacing the batteries over and over so often that eventually I didn't use it because I was like, I don't have enough batteries in this house. Oh my God. You should have got the cat one. <laughs> 
I, this cool. is on the list of the 90s best like nostalgic toys. I was like, oh my God, I forgot huh. these existed. I forgot too. Oh, I loved uh, mine. This is for household. They had what is this? No, no, this is this is a new thing. This is, is not a new one. Yeah, this is a, a new bulldog. I don't know if it's made by the same company, but you could buy it on Amazon. A bulldog robot action figure that looks very much like a real bulldog. It does, actually. This was for households that the, the kids wanted a pet. The parent was like, here, you getting this. Yeah, this is the best you getting is this piece of plastic that acts like a dog. That's all, that's, the, that's all I can tell you. That's fair. No, that's fair. I did get that. <laughs> was not taking care of dogs well? Yeah, no. It's absolutely true. <laughs> it's a true statement. I just feel like robot dogs is something that I think, because it's like, that could be an interesting premise. Because it's like, we normally, when we think about robots, we think of them exclusively as like having like subservient robot people or or partners or like, you know, robot prostitutes or robot like companions or whatever. We never really think about like, what if the only thing we use robots for in the future is just to replace pets? Because you know what will never die? A robot dog. And people love their dogs. They would love to have a robot dog for like to have a dog forever who's like your companion forever. And they're allergenic. If my if my laptop, you mean hyperallergenic? Hyperallergenic. Thank you. <laughs> no, they if don't my cause laptop, allergies. They prevent them. Right. <laughs> I said that. What no, you, you said that. Dogs? I didn't say yeah. that. <laughs> I was gonna say if my laptop dies, what do you think about the heartache that's gonna happen when my robot dog dies? Solar power, Jonathan. You take him for walks, right? About the same thing <laughs> that when uh, actual living pet dies i can tell you it hurts pretty bad <laughs> and besides like it, like at least you can put the dog on a charger he's not dead he's just out of juice put him on the charger at night in the daytime he's but solar powered so he just goes outside wait, I, and gets the I, solar energy but like, so he'll stay forever still die i mean you can't right. one, one Plus, we're talking about the future where they figured out the technology to have the dog live forever okay we're not talking about right now <laughs> nothing is forever Talk about the year like <laughs> the year like twenty nine hundred or something, where like the dog the they've figured out robo dog technology to make it where they will live forever. <laughs> yeah, like, wouldn't it be easier just to get a real dog at that point? Because like, no, right. in this, well, at least right this, now, at least right now, pets. Yeah, pets can live like fifteen to twenty plus years you know you think a robot dog's living that long you know what a robot dog uh, can do I, that a real I, dog can't do they're they're uh, obedient from the beginning no training necessary all you gotta do is beep boop boop i plugged in a few app like things in the app dog just does whatever i need him to do and does it poop so you're gonna you're Never gonna get clean like up a single piece of crap for the rest thin, of your life you're gonna get a fifteen hundred dollars let's say robot dog just because you don't want to teach a real dog how to sit Hey, it's like better to buy one time fifteen hundred robot dollar robot dog than spend way more easily fifteen thousand in counting to keep your real dog alive. Yeah, but also there is literally a list of movies that I will say that show why having robot companions wrong. is a very bad idea. That's why this would be a horror bad. movie. I didn't say this is going to be uh, uh, happy. This isn't. Automated but you edition. Listed all this the, is you listed all robot the Robot dog edition. Stop saying movies. I gotta edit these. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My God. 
Um, I, well, that's the problem with toys. They keep turning into horror movies. What is at least an inanimate object that can be made into a movie that wouldn't be a horror film? Because it's also a lot of like just objects we use in our day-to-day life have been turned into horror films. I feel like it's almost a little easier to connect like our cell phones, our computers, apps, you know, books definitely are apparently very evil. All toys. I want something centered around an inanimate object, a whole movie centered around an inanimate object that you wouldn't think would have a focal of a movie point. And like, I already said one easy pick up is not a horror movie. That's just like a comedy of anything. Yeah, but that's like still the, I meant like you follow the, you follow a mug as it goes from like living this person's with this person. And then it ends up at Goodwill and then it ends up in all these crazy scenarios. (gasps) What about, what about and why hasn't there been one? There probably has. Of what? Uh, where's Waldo? Oh, hmm. Look it up. Because like you would spend the whole movie looking like... for him. <laughs> That's the movie, though. That, that would be maybe it's like there's a person who's like I'm Waldo's friend and I haven't heard from them in a while. I need to find them. But it's just like a road trip movie. It's like a fun buddy comedy where they're just trying to find Waldo and they're just like I'm just here to find my friend Waldo. Have you that heard from him? Like, like yeah, one of those like to find coming Waldo. of age films. We were looking for mm, Waldo, oh, but we found Wal- ourselves. Where's Waldo? But Waldo, right. <laughs> <laughs> but Waldo was in us the entire time. Yeah. Right. Where's Where's Waldo? The Waldo magic wasn't in, in Waldo. The magic was in you the entire time. <laughs> I would be so po'd if I watched the Where's Waldo movie and I do not see that red hat. And striped you'll, sweater. Once. You'll see it I at the so end in like slow motion between like people in a crowd. Be like, there he was, so and there, there he goes. There is a, I think a movie. There's a fandom for it. Hold on. I love <laughs> fandoms are insane. I love it. A lot of movies and shows <laughs> and things uh, are based off of fandoms and fan fiction now. And I'm learning that a lot more. There is a show that I watched and it was based off a movie, which was based off a fandom or a fan fiction. And I was like, how do you get to that point? Where does that start? Who's reading this and going like, this is like a pretty good work. We're going to have to, of course, change it because you're using actors or you know characters from a different show. But are like these people who write the fan fictions going out and just like, you know, sending it out for review Shopping or, it around. or are like producers or scouts reading these, you know, are going on these websites for fan fiction writers and like looking through and being like, oh, this is a really good one. They probably see, you know, there's already a built-in <laughs> fan base for it. So they're like, yeah, we're, we're going to go ahead and try to translate this into an actual movie but it a lot of times it doesn't the, what what did you find what horrifying thing are you so, going to share with us there was a where there was plans to make a where's waldo movie but that got canceled however what did get made first of all there is a where's waldo like little short tv show that's an animated kids show that's on peacock came out in 2020 um there's like oh. uh but also like interactive there's a short in 2016, that was made called Where's Waldo, starring one Ezra Miller. <laughs> of course. Of course, yeah. Fitting. 
<laughs> so, I mean, they couldn't find him, or sorry, couldn't find them uh, for quite some time. So they That's really true. got into That's that role. <laughs> uh, and apparently Seth Rogen is working on a Where's Waldo movie now. That's the most recent news. So it still hasn't happened yet. I think that I feel like that's the perfect person to make a a movie about Where's Waldo. Real I quick. can see it being a coming of age, like nice story. Simon yeah. Pegg, has there been any controversy or like crap with him that you guys can recall or remember? Not that I know of. Okay. Cause I went on some I don't know, I was just streaming movies, um, not really paying attention, and somehow I ended up watching like three of his movies back to back. Like, I was just cleaning my apartment, but I kept, like, clicking. And I was like, oh, I just, like, went through Simon Pegg's movies. And I'm like, hey, hopefully he's, I didn't, like, help now support him. Because, you know, after a while, you always find these things out about actors and shit like that. And I'm just like, please let there not be any controversy about Simon Pegg. And I just accidentally supported him. But he seems to be chill. As far as I know. He's keeping his nose clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that I know of. Okay. It's very tiring trying uh, to watch old I, movies and then being like, ah, you're in this. <laughs> uh, I, I, kind of like shifting into some people that should have movies made about them. Uh, I know on one of our episodes, uh, I mentioned, or maybe it was just when we were just chatting, uh, but Prince, Prince needs, Prince needs to have bio a movie. Page. Yeah, I mean, Michael yes. Jackson has one. Prince should have one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, and he had a life. He had oh yeah, the most sad part about his life was because uh, I I remember I looked up. I was like, but does Prince have any kids? And the most saddest thing is how he lost his son um, due to medical issues when uh, when his son was born, and it was really sad. And it uh, hurt his marriage too. You know, um, his marriage didn't last off of that. Um, his first one and so it's just like prince has lived a life of a lot like some some things good some things bad and he's done a lot and also he's just the man's just like uber talented i mean the fact that he could play like god knows how many instruments yeah there's a lot of albums Mm -hmm. that he's literally played every instrument on it like it made it basically by himself like he's just immensely talented. A movie about Prince would be interesting. Plus his style. The I whole, mean, he's the yeah. He's the most unique. He's one of the most unique pop stars ever. That's true. Yeah, he really trans. He transcended genre. He transcended like gender norms. He transcended um, just like yeah style. Uh, the whole name change thing. The artist formerly known as Prince, the uh, unpronounceable symbol, which you know that's what the that's what the title of the movie is going to be called. Is the artist formerly known as artist formerly known? Because we don't have the like, and that's capability the to do it. Um, Nichelle mm-hmm. Nicholas, uh, who played O'Hara on Nichelle Nichols. Nichelle Nichols, yeah, I would love a movie about her. Uh, the Black Lady ske- mm. Comedy Sketch Show did a little bit of when she talked to Martin Luther King because he was the one who convinced her not to quit. <clears throat> yeah. Because she mm-hmm. was like, I'm tired of the show. And he's like, well, you can't. You have to continue because, you know, my kids look up to you. A lot of, you know, black girls look up to you because you're not just playing a subservient or secondhand character. You're playing a main character with an important job. And 
Got her. Sorry, one sec. So she stayed on the show. Of course, I'm a big person. And the show, they did it so funny because there's like this line in there where she's like, you need to chill. And he's like, I'm Martin Luther King. I don't have to chill. And that she just <laughs> kills me. But I would love, um, you know, she also, not only was she a black woman in the 60s working in the entertainment industry, she also worked on a, you know, a very male heavy set with all these actors who at the time were, you know, bigger known like William Shatner and um, Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> I can't believe oh, uh, I'm saying the same person. Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't even. Go ahead. I'll redact the, the title. <laughs> I'm redacting something. I'm forgetting. No, I'm forgetting the. I'm, I'm forgetting the his name. Oh my gosh, the British actor. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, I think a movie about you know her career and her life would be like amazing because she did have such a prominent career in entertainment. And a lot of uh, actresses will credit seeing her on that show in their childhood as why they were like, I can do acting. I can get in there. Mm. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Cause she was probably one of the only like black women in television at that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are very few. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I also, uh, so um, last year well last year technically two years ago yeah it was two years ago um with hit record i worked on a, a project uh and it was a mm. short animated film uh talking about the life of paul r williams who was an architect in los angeles and i need to have about i need to have a movie about him made like they need to make a movie about him because his life was really interesting he was like orphaned as a kid uh so basically paul r williams he was an architect he created a whole bunch of um uh buildings around los angeles uh he designed a whole bunch of buildings around los angeles and uh, he was a black man and he was orphaned as a kid um when he was starting up uh the or when he was established really um people his white clients um, did not want to sit on the same side uh, of the table as him um, because of segregation and everything. So he had to learn how to draw upside down. Um, wow. He wasn't allowed in some... Yeah, he wasn't allowed in some of the buildings that he actually designed because of segregation. Uh, so I think he just has like a really interesting life and I think a movie should be made about him. That would be real cool, yeah. yeah. I want a movie about the crocodile hunter. That's long. I want a movie about Steve Irwin, yeah. <laughs> his life, just like because the man was just from all reports. He sound like they've said he's just a nice guy. Like he was just a good man who loved animals and loved education, like educating people about animals. And but I just imagine like because you know what it is. It's like for me, I feel like biopics are only important when they're about people you don't know much about their personal life. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine what the biopic about Beyonce is going to be like? We're going to learn all types of new information <laughs> that we did not know because it's just going to be like, like it's not not like a major amount, but we're going to learn like the stuff, like some stuff about like maybe how she felt about certain things, like 
I don't think we're gonna get like the dirty details of like the stuff between her and Jay Z during the lemonade and four forty four time, but or the elevator, yeah, or the like. Yeah, we might not learn about what happened in the elevator, but we are gonna learn like at least how she felt. You know what I mean? Like maybe there's gonna be a scene yeah. where it's just like just before it comes out, we see like how like what her realistic like feeling was that led to her being like, I need to make an album about this. Like I need to write and talk about this. Um, you know, and that could be interesting because we don't get that stuff from her. Um, and it's the same thing with like Steve Irwin. Like I want to know what the man thought about things. Like I thought about like, his, or how he felt when his show was blowing up and like, or if he did like consciously, if that was just him or if he consciously was like, I need to up the ante. I got to be more extreme. I got to get in there with these animals. Like I can't, it's not going to be entertaining if I don't like push myself to really be like, right up and up there and up in front with these guys with these animals because that was his big thing is he was the daring guy only i think his wife has done a lot of interviews and i've watched them and she's you know she's fantastic continuing the song with her his legacy and his children also and his kids Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i always see their instagram pictures uh and they're holding like some crazy animal she was just chilling with this big ass spider her name what's his her his daughter's name I, I forget. But I, I don't remember his Bindi, yeah. name. Bindi, Bindi and Robert's the boy. There was just a big-ass spider in her chest, and she's look, looking down at it lovingly, and I'm just like, I, you guys are much better than me. I am terrified. of That was terrifying. Just <laughs> the Irwins the are a different breed, man. They really They're are. Di- <laughs> um, but she talks in an interview about like all this stuff and how he was so excited to always work with animals, and there was a particular interview I remember where he or she was talking about how i think it was around the time he like actually wrestled a crocodile and she's like what were you thinking and he was apparently like i had to be quick that's all he's like that thing was gonna snap at me and i was like i feel like in those moments steve Irwin didn't think about like oh i need a my fan base or blah blah blah. he was really like i need to survive the animal i'm interacting with at this moment because he could have so many of his stuff he could have been taken out way sooner then when he and I feel a little like I remember. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I remember all the controversy when he held. I think it was the boy Robert uh, in his arms as he was like feeding a crocodile or something, and that that was so controversial. It went. It was like all the media was talking about. Yeah, it at that but time. he had the baby here and the, like um, the, over here, so it's like it wasn't like he was having the baby right over where he's feeding this crocodile. I feel like. It was right. the kid was fine. And you know, Bindi's married. Oh, she's Bindi's got a daughter too. too. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I follow. She married a professional surfer. She met in Australia. He was he's American actually. And he gave up surfing to work in their wildlife preserve. Is that what mm. they have? They work at a preserve or is it, I, I'm Probably. not sure anymore. Um but she's got a daughter now, so you know Erwin's legacy continues with this. They're the only family I don't think are crazy when they interact with the animals the way they do. I have nothing but respect for them. A movie I would love mm-hmm. is uh, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain is Ooh, a good cool. man yes. that I respect greatly. Yes. Um, and everything he did was just really beautiful. And how he always would go to these different countries... And he wasn't going to these countries to like the nicer areas. He went really to the cities 
where you find that really good food, you know, that food that's been passed down from generation to generation, people using the same skillet for years have been seasoned perfectly. He went for the real stuff and he's like, yeah, give it to me. And he's talked to these people. He never was condescending or anything like that. And of course, with the way he passed, uh, he was clearly dealing with mental health issues and struggling like that. And to have interacted with so many amazing people and the life he had and still bearing all that with the mental issues he had, I think it would be a not only a good movie, but a good inspiration and ah, message to people who struggle mental health that you can still have such this amazing life. You know, you can still travel, you can still meet people, you can still try, you know, new things and, you know, get away, keep going. Mm. Yeah, they should definitely, well, it, it, it seems like it would be like in the vein of <laughs> uh, or what's the yeah. movie? Am I thinking of that movie? Yeah. Like when you go on a journey and then you just try all these new things and new cultures. Honestly, when I go back home but to Chicago, I just, like I, the first place I go is like food. I don't even see people. Last time me and my sister went right off the plane, we got pizza, got our deep dish. And so I get it. The moment I go to a location, I'm like, all right, I know these foods I have to try. But he was also I, just. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go hip hop biopic uh, for two of them. First one, hip hop biopic, a big pun. You've gotten a lot of black hip hop biopics. Not any of anybody who's in, who's been the Latino rappers. I feel sure. like big, either big pun or fat Joe. One of the two of them should get a movie. At the very least, like a TV movie, just so we can see a little bit about their life. I know they're not like the, you know, they're not like the, the, uh, I guess like controversial, like as like someone like an NWA or, or whatever, but like they still were there. I'm sure they had a different perspective on hip hop when they were coming up, <laughs> like especially com- like being like having that Latin representation and or the lack thereof, because there wasn't very many Latin rappers like there were a lot of latin producers but not 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 a lot of latin rappers that were popping like they were popping uh during the 90s when they were coming up so i would love to see a movie about either one of those men if not both of them at the same time maybe um and then also uh a hip-hop movie about shah rock who was the first female like mc like other women had rapped before but not as their like dedicated like genre a lot of other women they had just done they like they had incorporated rap into their like stuff like tina marie did a rap for in one of her disco records but she was a disco singer and just so happened to rap for one little piece versus shah rock she was an mc that is her thing she's like i am a rapper and she's the first to do it and in a male dominated sphere at that time because that's when hip-hop was just getting started so no one even really knew what the genre was yet or how big it was going to be but she was like willing to to take it take on the mantle and be like and be out there with the boys and be like look i'm i'm just as dope and y'all ain't gonna silence me and that's pretty cool and i feel like that'd be something interesting to see because like you know we got like now like megan stallion Nicki minaj ice spice like all these other female rappers coming out of the woodwork and who are becoming popular but i think it'd be cool to have like the original woman because i just found out about shaw rock like a couple of years ago and i i didn't know she was the first i had always thought like mc light or like salt and pepper were like the first i only knew it because of drunk mm. history they mentioned her in a <laughs> special hip-hop episode they are informational they're, informational. they're surprisingly yeah it's surprisingly good information um i'm a little 
Like, it sounds weird to say this, but I'm tired of the controversial biopics from artists and actors and things like that. Because they're talking about, like, oh, they had this big controversy here and there. But due to shows the social media now age and, like, everything, I already know everything about the controversy. Unless the actors straight well, up... Well, I just mean controversy well, well, in that, like, they made a stir that, like, like made buzz. Because, like, for NWA, the parental advisory logo on hip-hop records right. was because of them. <laughs> right, but I'm saying, like, with other... Uh, which, again, um, with other movies and stuff, it's just they had this one big controversy. NWA had that, but, it, like, ones who are like, oh, they got into, like, these fights, they had these massive things. It's like, I already kind of know all that, and unless the actor's straight up telling me what happened, all you're doing is rea- are, you know reacting the scene, and it's like, all right, but there's literally footage of that stuff. I can see the real thing. Why do I want to see this actor just do it? You know, I want to hear like more success stories, like, uh, like you just mentioned, and like how they got there to there and how they overcame stuff. That inspirational biopics more than anything. Not like ones that had like huge controversy or like how did they continue their career after you know this happened. No, I want to know about the first female rapper or. You know, the first time they ever used Scratch. Um, that's also the, that's why I'm thinking about the Drunk History episode. Uh, the person who scratched the first record for uh, DJing, which became a big thing in that world. Nobody had ever done it before because mm-hmm. they were scared they were going to damage their record, which absolutely fair. You know, things like that, where it's the beginning of something. And I feel like not enough movies nowadays are really truly about the beginning of like either mute or like i said with the catalogs nobody knows the truth behind that nobody knows the beginning of that origin stories proper origin stories i want captain crunch <laughs> i would watch a movie about captain crunch that'd be so funny and if, in like, the end you, we should make like a Admiral serial crunch yeah, we should make a, a, a thing about like the se- like how all these serial people like as actual person like it's like, oh man, I'm sorry to hear about Captain Crunch. I heard he was a great sailor. He died and no one's ever going to remember his name. Well, here, have some cereal. Hopefully I'll make you feel better. Oh, this is really good. It's like, <laughs> what are you calling it? And then you look at the gravestone, all dramatic. This camera pulls in. Captain Crunch. A Tony, a Tony the Tiger. <laughs> just like a you know, big moment. Big Everyone moment. claps. Everyone cries. It's just, a, it's just a big moment in the movie. <laughs> I would love if we had just, or if we, you know what we need. Ooh, you know what we need. We need an Avengers style movie with all of the Kellogg's or serial mascots. <laughs> I'm talking Tony the Tiger, Love that. Lucky Charms guy, the Cocoa Puffs, uh, the Cookie Crisp, uh, all those mascots. We need oh, an Avengers style oh, movie with all, all of, them, of them. But they fight their like off brand, like the Cocoa Puffs bird fights the Count Chocula. Oh, I thought you meant the Cocoa Roos. I used to eat Cocoa Roos because that's what my mom would buy because I ate so much Cocoa Puffs. And that was, you know, that kangaroo versus the bird. (laughs) I could see you doing that. Did you notice the difference between Cocoa Roos? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Not nearly chocolatey enough. It's it's too, it's too cheap. Um, It doesn't turn the milk as, as chocolate. That's right. (laughs) Blueberry versus Captain Crunch. Uh, Because they kind of have the, when he does all, oops, berries. (laughs) 
Here's another one. Here's and it's a movie I want to make one day if I ever have the budget um, to do it. Uh, is I want to make a movie about the Wasp pilots. Uh, Wasp. Uh, Wasp is an acronym standing for Women Air Force Service Pilots. They were the first female pilots to ever fly in war for the U.S. Uh, during World War II. Unfortunately, because of sexism, they were only ever really allowed to test uh, test a bunch of um, planes. They weren't allowed to fly as many combat missions. They did fly, I think, like one or two missions in their entire time serving. And a few women did die, whether it be from test flights that just went wrong or in combat. Um, and they wouldn't finally get their like honors for being in the service, like their medals and everything, till Obama became president and decided to honor them on behalf of the presidency. And so I feel like those ladies de- deserve their, their, t- their day in the sun. You know what I mean? Uh, and I would love to see a movie about them and their their stories and stuff. You could still and you can find a little bit about it on online because I did a lot of research because I wanted to know more about them. And uh, there's a whole website about them where you can hear a few audio logs where they interviewed some of the ladies. Because I think at this point, I don't know how many of them are still alive uh, to t- uh, to tell their stories. They're easily like in their 80s and 90s now. But um uh, the ones who, uh, when they were alive at that time, they gave their interviews of like things that they did, like the Wasp, um, mar- like songs they used to sing as they used to do their marches and stuff. Uh, and it's really interesting. So, look, you know, if you get a chance, go on to the Wasp Pilots like website and you can find out a little bit of information about them uh, as much as they can gather. Um, and I think there's books. I have to look it up. <laughs> and see because i'm still doing a lot of research on them but it's an interesting part of history that you never hear about definitely didn't learn about it in history class that's for sure like yeah any good biopic or you know historical movie making nowadays you really got to move away from the history we know like like i said the last episode a lot of these films feel like they're being made from an eighth grade history book the really generic stories we have learned and like cool if they were picking interesting people but they're not and then we get stuck with these films that are just like okay but why why did you decide to make it and then you make it also a lot of the movies also will get revamped into like oh we put you know a popular song in there just to have a little more fun with it no no okay napoleon wasn't singing bohemian rhapsody are you calling out a specific yeah. one right now well, no i can't but napoleon wasn't singing bohemian uh, rhapsody you know? oh sorry I've, i i i <laughs> that wasn't like don't say the name that was like oh you have one on your mind uh, there are a couple i have on my mind where they were they didn't make they didn't make them modern but some of the stuff they had said i forget i actually now forget this title but I remember a movie having like the use of slang words from a modern day. I was like, that doesn't mean the same back then as it does now. And I don't well, think it was like even Baz a slang Lerman, word. Whenever he makes anything, but uh, like you know, period piece or not, like he includes modern day music in his stuff, like hip hop and pop and things. And it's just like, it takes you out of it sometimes. Like I know it's a stylistic choice, but it isn't necessarily a choice that helps like make you feel like you're in that time period because yeah. it takes you out of it because you're like that. So that music would definitely not exist during that time. And they're like, oh, it's just you know to ramp down a little. It, but, sorry, go ahead. 
kind of transition, and I know we should probably uh, wrap up in a few, but uh, we've, we've talked about people. We talked about things. I'll talk about one place that I have on my mind. So ever since maybe I was a sophomore in high school, I had this obsession with the Dixie Square Mall. It is a mall, former mall, that was located in Harvey, Illinois, that went abandoned and untouched for over 30 years. It was a mall that was very short-lived. I think it was only in operation for about less than 10 years throughout the 60s to 70s. Uh, right as it was about to close, they filmed a scene, the car chase scene from the Blues Brothers. Ah. They filmed it throughout that mall. That Yeah, that was the mall that they used mm -hmm. for uh, this car chase scene in the movie. They actually like created a Toys R Us. The Toys R Us wasn't there. They like created that Toys R Us. Product placement. And after that movie... Oh, sh you, you, I was like, oh, no, I was saying product placement. That's all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I think Toys R Us like paid to be in the movie or something. And shortly after that movie filmed, apparently they like the, the production for the movie, they left the mall as it was. They barely cleaned it up. And that was part of the reason why it deteriorated and went abandoned. The Toys R Us was still there from the movie. The like set Toys R Us was still there from the movie. Uh, and over the years, it just became like a site for adventurers to look at uh, people who wanted to see. It was apparently Harvey, Illinois, is apparently like a dangerous area. So a lot of like drug activity and it's like, a person of stuff our skin tone that should not go around uh, as well. Um, <laughs> same. <laughs> <laughs> okay noted if you, I'm just saying if you ever want to go sightseeing maybe uh, yeah skip Harvey or you know go with a group of a group of people who are not our skin tone <laughs> uh, yeah but so yeah I'd love a movie based on that mall the Denver airport for me because there's so no no <laughs> There's so much random shit in the Denver airport. And for some reason, they have like uh, gargoyles in their airport. And people are like, oh, this is a satanic home because there's like symbols. And some of the artwork they have in there looks straight up. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, it does look satanic or something. Or it's like demons and stuff. I don't know what's going on with the Denver airport. And it's one of the, you know, largest airports in the U S one of them. It, it's just, it feels like there's a lot going around there and you always just hear these random stories from it too. And just, Oh no, I took off Freddie's head. Oh, does that go back? Oh. On? <laughs> um, but yes, I'll deal with that later. The Denver airport, uh, I think would be a good movie for at least no. location wise. But again, that's a horror film again too. I, I would love, this isn't a place, but this is something that I would really love a, a movie of, is a, a, a movie about Lego, but not about, like not like how we already have, like, one based off the toy. I mean, about the company. Because, like, especially after I saw the, uh, the episode about them, 
I just like I would love to see that as a, a real movie down, especially to see the reasoning behind like or rather the, the conversation around. OK, so we don't want anybody to be able to recreate our patented formula of bricks. So let's put all of the original cast under concrete <laughs> like and bury them. Like we're uh, that dedicated. I'm like, what was that conversation like? They knew, they knew I'm their like, product, what it was going to be. Then they were smart of them. Look, look what's gone. You know, look, look at what they I mean, created. It's true. Nobody's been able to replicate. Mega blocks don't stick like Legos do. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Legos will stay, and Legos can also be used as a weapon. They'll get you. They'll get in your skin somehow <laughs> if you step on them. Like I'm just saying, like it's it's the the story of how that company came together and how it was a family company for so long, like is interesting. It's really interesting, and so I would love to see a movie about the company. Um, I don't know who would make it, but <laughs> but it would be an interesting movie to see for sure. Uh, and I'd, and I'd be into it. I'd be into it. Like a lot also, of the- I'd love to see. Nice. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I would also love to see the the building of the, um, like I would love to see a movie just about the Renaissance period and the building of like stuff like the like Notre Dame, like with the the or the painting of the Sistine Chapel and all that stuff. Like, I, I would just love to see a movie just set in that time period. Like the main character can be just random Joe Blow nobody who's like meeting all the different people of the Renaissance. But we never, because I don't think I think the obvious thing to do is to like make a movie about Leonardo DiCaprio or. Or not Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm so stupid. Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> they have similar they names. They have similar names. Leonardo da Vinci. But uh, I feel like there's so much going on at that time. There's so many other people that have, like making things and doing things at that time. You'd be doing yourself a disservice to just focus on the one person. When you could like focus on the entire atmosphere at that time. Just creativity and just... You know, it'd be the same thing as like doing Harlem during the 1920s. Like if you're going to do it, like talk about that entire time period where you just have all these amazing creatives all working at the same time in this kind of like renaissance of art and culture happening. Yeah. Like on that note, I'd love to see a movie about Van Gogh. That'd be interesting. He... He, yeah, he lived like, you know, they say the tortured artist. I guess you could say he lived that life. And the sad thing is he never got to see his people appreciate his work because it wasn't until after he died that people actually appreciated his work. He actually lived like a like a sad, like light. he never got appreciated during his lifetime. So um, I'd love to see a movie about it. Um, about yeah, there was a kind of a movie about it. But like Picasso, Man Ray, all these artists back in like Paris in the 1920s hanging out, I would love to see it was almost like a rat pack. I would love to see a film about them and how they just, you know, these creative people were just bouncing ideas off each other. But they were also in such different forms of art. You know, one's a painter, one's mm -hmm. a photographer, another one's a writer. And it's just they were all so, so connected in a way. I think that would be really cool to see. And also how at the end of his life, Picasso, you know, went senile or um, I'm not sure what uh, disorder he had, but he ended up being able to paint what he really saw or, you know, his painting was affected 
And when they had him paint like self portraits, it was this like warped looking thing, which is a lot of Picasso's end work. So it's like, I wonder what he saw when he saw like his original work, what he saw then. Did he still see the same work or was it something different? What was going on in his head when they asked him to paint these things? Was it just like, well, this is what you're seeing and we understand it's warped perception. But was there any bit of you still in that painting? Because it was such drastic changes. Because I, I think he had Alzheimer's, but I'm I, I'm not sure. Mm. A lot of artists, you'll see when their work changes drastically. You know, it's it's some mental disorder that they have, and it's always. I want to know what it's like between that phases before you know it it takes over to when they had started that middle ground. But anyway, 1920s Paris with the artist i think would be an amazing film to see just all those different peoples in different media just hanging out together would be really cool mm-hmm. and yeah, i got his head back that on would be cool. like kind of like kind of like the uh the movie that regina king directed that was released like a couple years ago um it's a fictional retelling of like if all these people were let me look it up uh oh you're talking about one night i think you saw it jerome one yeah there's yeah, so much yeah. censoring going like a, on. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I, I keep forgetting. Good Lord. It's hard to talk, to not, no, it's hard I to under- not talk about movies on a movie well, podcast. Well, yeah, I, that's why I was like, the movie I'm thinking of, I can't say. Uh, but, but yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, if it's a fictional retelling of like a conversation of these famous people all in one room, um, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. You know what would uh, be a cool yeah. movie to bring people from different like time periods? And like have them interact yeah. with each other. There was actually well, oh, really quick, sorry. Um, there was a TikTok person who was like, "Oh, I want to bring Little Caesars, Little Caesar into the or Caesar into the future and have him try Little Caesars." And there was another TikTok TikToker who did this amazing <laughs> bit as Caesar eating Little Caesars, and he spoke in Italian. He's like, "What is this?" They're like, "It's pizza." What, what what is this it's bread sauce and meat he's like oh okay this is this is good what is it called and they're like it's little caesars he's like little who's supposed to be little they're like no 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 no. it's not about you and then they have uh caesar try the pe- it's so great it's so funny i'll find the clip and actually I, post I, it on our instagram i just too. imagine caesar just being like what the hell is this it's pizza pizza my ass this is not pizza <laughs> it's, it's garbage a, it's more like pizza what is pizza it's bread sauce and I'm like, oh, okay and then he's like, Little Caesars is like, who dare calls me little? It's so amazing. And I, the TikToker who did it was, it was so well done. And it's like, it looked like Caesar trying Little Caesars. It was great. I, I'll find the TikTok of it, but something like that. I but just, just, just bring him and just having him interact. There is, it, yeah. There is a, there is a show. I'm not going to name it, but there is a show on a streaming platform that, brings all of these it's an animated show that brings like all of these historical figures um in a high school together oh i know what you're talking about yeah you're talking yeah Uh, like abe lincoln joan of arc (laughs) joan of arc uh cleopatra jfk gandhi uh frida kahlo harriet tubman confucius Um, you know what i would a movie i'd like on abraham lincoln's boxing career I think people don't recall he, he had, had a, a boxing, boxing career. Abraham Lincoln had a boxing career, and I don't think he had anybody, hands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean he was tall. 
<laughs> he was apparently like, yeah, he was a very athletic man and he did boxing and nobody talks about that. I know the other stuff is very, you know, his presidency and what he did and everything was, of course, very important. And that should be a big focal point. But, you know, the man had other interests in life. <laughs> hey. uh, yeah, I, I, I the, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say the I guess the last one for me would be uh, and on that historical figure note. We need to see a movie that takes place in ancient Egyptian time that actually stars Egyptian people or people uh, of color. That's true, because I think people get it confused because it's the same thing with the Cleopatra argument of people being like, Cleopatra was black because she's Egyptian. It's like, hold on. Here's the thing about Egyptians though. Not every Egyptian, just because it's in Africa, looks like what you would assume a stereotypical like black person looks like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I, was, I, I, was thinking, I was thinking the opposite because I'm thinking of one particular movie st- I was th- where they white, completely whitewash there are the people so many of them. I know what you mean. I'm just saying there is also that thing of like, it's also the opposite effect too. Uh, people being like, it should be dark skinned people. It's like, no, if anything, they should look more, the skin tone around that time would probably be a mix between uh, darker skinned people and probably closer to the Middle Eastern skin tone as well. It'd be like a mix of the two by, in by the Egypt. No, you're absolutely right. Because yeah, by the Mediterranean there the, Sea. There's the Egyptian actor... Um, he did. Robbie no. Malik. Yes. He did Shit, redacted. Yeah. He did that show. <laughs> I'll redact it because I needed to tell you guys it so I could get the name. He did a movie where he. Robbie Robbie Malik. Robbie Ma- Malik. Is that the okay? He the guy who starred as Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Yes, Rami. I'm gonna have to watch every bit. Like usually, I can skip a couple of bits because I'm like, it's fine. But my ass is gonna have to watch every second of this podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to this entire thing. Yeah, this is this is not. It's going to be a sit here and just listen. It's gonna be great. But it's gonna be a fun a, time. There was another movie he was in where he wore Egyptian clothing, and somebody, a couple people online, were like, "Why wouldn't they get an Egyptian?" to do this you know why are they getting this actor people are like he is egyptian this is what egyptians look like and yeah people don't know that some people assume you know because it's africa they are black or be they whitewash it no they look like him that's who they look like because that's what he looks like and a lot of egyptian actors look like him yeah they're closer to the mediterranean sea so they would look more like i'm really really bad at geography so i don't know what countries are around the Mediterranean Sea? I think Greece. Yeah, yeah, Greece, Greece. too. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. would be around Greece that olive type yeah, skin tone, like type, like Croatia. Yeah, although I'm far like, from Egyptian, I think a lot but it's people, closer to this skin. Yeah, it's although it's it's a thing. I think it's really interesting when people are like, like, because they want to die on that hill of like Cleopatra was black, and it's like. She may have been darker skinned. I don't think she was the way you're envisioning black to be. <laughs> it's not necessarily what she looked like, especially because, and here's the most important part of this, there was no such thing as a damn camera back then. We're going off of somebody's writings and geography to try and figure out what skin tone this woman, who we have no picture of, looks like. 
a lot of people will also use her hair as like, oh, she wore this and that, so she's clearly black or not, uh, or not black. And it's like, no, Cleopatra was known for wearing wigs. She cha- she could change her hairstyle at whim. She wore wigs because it was easier for her because she didn't want to have to deal with like her hair being done or something like that. She also wore like right. lead paint I, makeup. I don't. <laughs> arsenic like i don't understand people's uh, obsession with some things when it comes to that stuff where i'm like i get it like you want to make sure that the representation is there but at the same time don't just automatically assume what you've heard from somebody else like you gotta, you gotta do the research <laughs> it's easy fix get the actors who have that background an egyptian actor back yeah, yeah. from that country i'm right. sure there's plenty it's not as difficult you know same with latin people that way nobody can argue that way nobody can argue like what why did you cast this person you you didn't cast an egyptian person uh yes i did they are egyptian deal yeah, with it with uh, that yeah. one where they're However, like why didn't they get an egyptian you gotta be careful with that too because you'll get some people who are like they're they're from egypt but there's like it's like get a white person from egypt who was born there grew up there their entire life it's that's, like that's also it's like yeah, they, they don't count well, that's like, they don't count i'm talking about people who are like native egyptian like their bloodline is native egyptian well they'll do that with like Native American ca- characters, they'll get a Latinos to play them. And like, yes, yeah, we are we are technically Native American, but we are very off from them too. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm Far not gonna removed. go, you know. Yeah, at, the lineage is is di- yeah, diverged. It's from very that. diverged. Like, I'm straight Mexican, but I can be considered Native American because that's where my, especially my dad's family have roots there. But at the same time, it's been I've had so much mixed blood in me, man. Like I'm a melting pot. I'm technically I'm only fifty percent Mexican. Other stuff is just crazy. But I think just getting the actor from the actual region is very simple. And then people 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 will still complain. But you can just be like, they're from there. How are you going to tell them who is from there, whose families are from there, who ancestors are that they aren't what you want them to look like because you don't you know for whatever reason. I think that's a good thing. Um, I have one more movie that I would love to have been made. The Great Molasses Flood of 1919. It happened in Boston. It's a very interesting story. But cutting to the end, there was a big, big, like, cylinder of molasses. Because it was a very, you know, desired thing that broke. Flooded all the streets of Boston. And people actually died in it. Because the molasses was so sticky and people were like stuck in it. They have to be rescued from molasses. Some people drowned in molasses. It was terrible. But it's such an interesting like how it came to be to why it was preserved in a giant like tank cylinder by the Boston Bay. And not enough people not enough people know about it. And it did have like I think 36 people died in the Great Molasses Flood. Who, why did they need that much molasses? It was during the war time. And, and molasses was used as a substitute for sugar. It was also used in weapons, bullets. Uh, I don't know how. And it was just a, a big substitute for stuff. And they had to put it somewhere. So I guess a giant cylinder in Boston by the bay. And they actually ended up just like swiping all the molasses or watering it down into the water. And people say you can still smell molasses to this day when the air is breezes in the right direction. So then that's pretty cool. 
molasses the smell of molasses is gross enough i would not want to be swimming in it you don't want to <laughs> drown in molasses um that's a horrifying I'd rather not. is there a final movie or uh, idea you would i got i've got two uh firstly i love a movie on tyra banks America's Next Top Model. Ooh. I like uh well just her her career. Like, you know, from going from supermodel to uh either her or Vanessa Williams, one of the two. Especially because uh, Tyra. because uh, Vanessa Williams was like uh, wasn't she the first black Miss America, even though it was stolen from her? Um Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she had like nude photos or something. Yeah, somebody found some photos of her, and they were like, "You're you can't represent Miss America with these photos out. They're gonna take that away from you." It was just like, really. Um, but uh, but it's like either Vanessa Williams or Tyra Banks, probably Tyra more likely, because Tyra's done like I think Vanessa Williams after that like became an actress, and then that's pretty much it. And not that she hasn't done amazing things after that, but just like as far as like Tyra has been all types of places and done so many different things um and then also i love oh. a history on the creation really oh. quick. tyra banks was also in a movie that's similar to the movie we were supposed to review yes. so it's thanks to her that movie I yeah know it's probably about thanks it. to her that that movie moved forward oh true yes yeah I, that's true <laughs> and then also i would love to see a movie about the creation of like and you can do it like a joint movie, even though I don't think the companies are are quite connected. Is a cre- the creation of the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts? I would love to see how that okay. started and how it grew to be what it is today. And then of course it would bookend with like now girls can join the Boy Scouts, <laughs> which now the the name has been changed to Scouts. It's no longer the Boy Scouts. But then the Girl Scouts company still exists as its own singular oh, entity. Yeah, be- well, they so, refuse to. That's because yeah. they're cookies. That branding. Well, that's the thing. That's why I'm that like, branding. there's a bias in there because it's like, they're like, the girls want to join the Boy Scouts. So they're like, okay, even if it's begrudgingly or not, they still made the decision to do so. And they changed the name to Scouts. Meanwhile, the Girl Scouts, well, some boys would like to be a part of it. No! Hell no! <laughs> well, no, in all fairness, <laughs> they eventually just let up because they're like, all right, you can join us. But the Girl Scouts were always very clear, like, no. And when it's not sexism, we just have a brand and well we make the money clearly right. you guys need more people that's why you're letting girls in now right i don't see no boy scouts selling cookies at they Target. don't sell cookies Those they sell kids- popcorn and magazine subscriptions i know because i used to be one and popcorn we used to sell like kettle corn and stuff like that too. okay and it was really good too me, selling me a magazine i find shady i don't care if it's a kid in with a little Girls got sell magazines. I don't know that. All I know or is at the least cookies. they used to. I don't know if they still do now. I doubt but they it. used That's to. Cookies. Right. All I know is the cookies. <laughs> I want Girl Scout cookies. Damn it! I have to wait till April. Anyway, I'd love to see a movie about their, them good. creating their. Uh, I know it's not Girl Scout season. No, that's no, in April. that won't be till like that's in the spring. Right? Yeah, that's like an April March around that time. It's in April because it's around my birthday. I am very aware when Girl Scout cookies come out. I wait for those cookies. <laughs> the coconut ones. I don't know what they're called nowadays. They used to be called macaroni. I don't know what they're, but they're. Their coconut and have little chocolate drizzle. Oh, also, sorry. Last, last few that I actually just thought of. Also, love to see a movie about sub <laughs> about sub pop. I want to see a movie about that comp- that that record label being made. Because um, I was gonna say like there, be, I would love a Nirvana movie, but that movie would be sad. I, I'd rather it would see. Be sad. <laughs> 
<laughs> It'd be sad. I would rather see like the company that became like the big music label of the Pacific Northwest and put on people like Nirvana and Soundgarden and all these other people that like, and it changed the game of music because Seattle didn't really have a music scene for a while, like until the grunge era really like defined it. So it'd be really cool to see a, a, a thing about them. But then also in the same music vein, I want a, I want a movie about MTV. Like it's creation, it's evolution. Oh, I thought you said MTV. No. <laughs> I was like, what's no, that? No, MTV. MTV. Because okay. that was that yeah, was that a crazy cool. thing when MTV came out, especially how controversial it was. People were like, this is going to ruin our kids. Don't let this air on television. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was a, it was a big thing when MTV came out. No one has seen anything like it, especially with all the programming they had on there at that time, back when they first started. I miss TRL. I still miss it. I would watch it today <laughs> if it was still a thing. I didn't, it really was about the music. Well, it could be, yeah, the the rise and fall of music because MTV is still around, right? They mainly show like yeah, they're still around, but they don't do the same things they do now. They, now it's pretty they, much just reality TV. No, they just show, yeah, and show that Rob Deerdeck hosts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because after Vivo came around, Vivo has pretty much replaced MTV's like the become the new like uh, music video music video. Thing. So without like, so they've kind of taken MTV's spot in that sphere. So MTV's just pretty much become like reality TV shows and like, and I guess like, Very yeah, nice. like the stuff hosted by Rob Deerdeck and that's pretty much it because they don't even do cartoons anymore or like movies or anything like that really. But they're still around, you know, they do do, do stuff from here here and there. So, but that, that, that would be, a I, cool think so. I, I think would love to see that. I mean, a cool movie. I would love to see a movie about MTV, like how it, how it grew and became what it is today. I, um, and I guess if you want to look at that, so way, many the fall. Like, iconic, <laughs> especially in the, especially in, especially <laughs> right? in the for audience just so you know there wasn't your your, your, your the things that go wrong. Jonathan just thought he had to sneeze. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just getting really emotional for a second. I was like, you're feeling it. I get it. At that time, everything was important to us. You know, MTV, all that stuff. Get nostalgic, um, <laughs> especially in the '90s, early 2000s. MTV was a staple in the cultural lexicon. Oh so yeah, the MTV Movie Awards—that was like the other premier movie award show people would tune into, and the MTV Video Music Awards too. Like if, like if you weren't watching, the, the, there were the high class ones, like the Oscars and the Grammys, whatever. And then the fun ones were those. <laughs> like people would look forward to those because that's where they would just have a fun time, make jokes, all that stuff, and it was great. Yeah. Well, uh, I I think that concludes all of our shows, movies that we like to suggest. Executives, if you're listening, um, which you shouldn't be because you should be negotiating and thinking about how you can pay <laughs> actors and writers better. But if you just happen to be listening, then uh, go ahead and you know take these ideas, send us an email, giving us. You know, some credit, uh, uh, some sort of payout credit uh, about, you, you know, using um, this, these concepts. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing them in theaters. Um, but only after the strikes are over. Yes, exactly. Exactly. 
Uh, Jerome, socials, where can you find you at? You can find me at uh, Jerome Rhett on Instagram. And also be on the lookout on the YouTube channel for extra content that you cannot get anywhere on uh, any of this audio streaming platform, stuff like gaming videos, blogs, uh, book reviews, mini reviews. Although uh, in uh, solidarity of what we said earlier, there will not be any more mini reviews for right now until things uh, change. So like you can watch the ones that are up there now, but the new ones and ones that we've recorded will not be up. Right, we're not deleting anything. Yeah, yeah, we're not deleting anything, but right. nothing new in the mini reviews category will be going up. But other stuff, book reviews, blogs, gaming content, other things like that will be on the YouTube channel and still be uploaded there. So go and check it out at The First Ones to Die on YouTube. If you're already on YouTube, by the way, feel free to subscribe, like, favorite, share, comment, all that good stuff. And if you're not there on the audio stream platforms, please go and visit and check out some of our extra content that's up there. Because I promise you, you will not be disappointed. It's interesting. It's fun. So there you go. Alex, where can people find you? You can find me at Alice and Nobody on Instagram and on TikTok, where I post little clips of episodes we do and things we may do, and just me being bored and reviewing stuff myself. From, although I might not be doing that as well, uh, just you know, in solidarity. You can also check out our Instagram, where I post stories uh, on how to support the writer strike. Different, you know, like the entertainment fund that helps out writers and actors who aren't going to be able to make rent sometimes or you know buy food this way they can keep on striking and know you have your support also visit the websites you know for sag and wag to see how you can support them in your own way and we'll try to of course show all the support we can and keep up to it on our social media that way we're just you know you're in the know as much as we're in the know what about you jonathan where are we finding you that's right. You can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. You can also follow us at The First Ones to Die on all of the social channels. Um, yeah, go and check out those our links and resources that Alex mentioned. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and give us a like and subscribe. Go ahead and comment down below. Uh, what people place thing would you like to see turned into a movie or other media? Um, you can give us five stars. We would greatly appreciate that if you're listening to us on your podcast listening platform. Go ahead and give us a review as well. That would mean a lot to us. And until next week, when we'll have something for you. <laughs> Might be the time for Trivia 8, the fate of the trivia. Right. <laughs> you I never mean, know. It's, it's coming at some point. What's... What what's gonna be the, what's gonna be the prize though? Because we can't <laughs> the prize is gonna be. I guess the person picks the next topic. The, the prize is gonna be some candy. All right, we're gonna like get some candy and we're just gonna share it. <laughs> it's and gonna a be wholesome moment. Something. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> we're gonna we all gonna all eat candy together. And uh, you well, know, if you lose, you can't eat the candy. You have to watch somebody else eat candy and have the joy of enjoying their favorite okay. candy snack. <laughs> But, so how do we all eat it together? But also, if then? I win, I don't want you guys watching me eat candy. <laughs> That's going to be so <laughs> awkward. Just staring at somebody eating the candy in complete silence. Yeah, that's right. We just sit here. It's going like, to be an ASMR moment of just watching good. someone just eat their whole Snickers bar or Twix, right. Twix candy. Just, <laughs> just move closer to the mic so I can get the candy. <laughs> closer.
can't hear that rapper crinkling. I want to hear that rapper, goddammit. Put it next to the microphone. <laughs> oh, you too. Well, come join us next week for whatever chaotic thing we're doing next. We'll, we'll figure it out. It's a process. We'll do it. We're good. That's right. We will. But until then, we'll. have a good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're watching this. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye.